This week on the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, we dig a little deeper into another YouTube promotions test where I opened up the spigot to the entire world. And what did that do to the costs for plays and subscribers? But more importantly, if I look at the demographics, where were these plays coming from? And that's the concern I've got right now. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011. And with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you Build need. Build a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to Bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any... Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You got Mike, Jay's back from the road. I think you were in Nashville last week. I was. Yeah. Um, we're going to have kind of a, a, a fun, fun marketing angle discussion this week. But before we do that, just a quick shout out to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town. For all your support for the podcast, it means a lot to us. And, of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com. For over 20 years, Bandzoogle has made it easy to build a stunning website and online store for your music. Now they've added a brand new EPK plan so that musicians can create a professional single-page electronic press kit in just minutes. All the features you need to design an EPK are already built in, including fully customizable templates, preset EPK page layouts, music players, images, text bio, and image embeds, a gig calendar and press quotes, and access to Bandzoogle's award-winning support team seven days a week. New EPK plans at Bandzoogle.com start at just $6.95 per month. And Music Biz Weekly podcast listeners, head over to Bandzoogle.com, sign up. You can try it for free for 30 days. But when you sign up, use the promo code MUSICBIZEPK. It's all one word, and you'll get 10% off the first year of the new EPK plan subscription. That's Bandzoogle.com, promo code MUSICBIZEPK, when you sign up for the EPK plan. And, of course, DiscMakers.com. As we all know, vinyl's been mostly a label product up until now, mainly because of high prices and the, the tight supply and the lead time it takes to, to manufacture vinyl. And that's kept a lot of independent artists largely on the sidelines. Yet, independent artists want and need vinyl. Vinyl is a great product to be selling not necessarily from a music consumption standpoint. It's a collectible and your fans want it. There's great margins there. But not many independent artists end up moving forward. Why? Again, because of price and lead times. Most artists don't know how many records are going to sell. So they want to start with the smallest quantity possible to test the waters. And up until recently, 100 records at Disc Makers would cost you almost two thousand dollars to press and that's a lot of money especially compared to cost of making 100 cds at disc makers for just 149 bucks so disc makers has decided to rip the band-aid off and they've launched an entry-level vinyl strategy 
with an offer of 100 vinyl records for just 1299 bucks. So independent artists, head over to discmakers.com, place your order for 100 vinyl albums for $1,299. So this week, a couple various topics we're going to try and hit on here. We're going to do a little follow-up to an episode from a couple weeks ago where we talked about YouTube's new video promotion beta it's still out there in beta and i got a lot of messages from people of like what do you think of this how do i access this where do i find it and i did i discussed my results from a first test i did and i have since run another set of tests on this but one of the big differences here is there's very few settings in this youtube promotion select the video you change the headline you change the copy you can select you can select countries to display this in and you can select languages that you want people to be able to speak in order to see this so the first test i only showed it to english speaking people in like five countries united states Canada, maybe UK, uh, Australia, UK, something like that, you know, really, really targeted. And, and again, uh, just real quick, the, the cost per subscriber in that initial test was 18 cents per new subscriber. And the cost for play was four cents per play with a targeted ad. Not bad results, actually. Oh, those are great. The new test that just ended this morning, um, I had no restrictions. So I showed an ad. Actually, it's funny. It was an ad for our episode about using YouTube video promotions. (laughs) How meta is that? Yeah, exactly. It's like (laughs) being in the Matrix. Um, I had no language restrictions. And no, and I showed it in every single country. And I think that's like 140, 144 some countries that you can set. So I showed it everywhere. I just opened the floodgates up and let's get everybody to see this. So the cost per play dropped from four cents on the initial test down to one cent per play when I had no restrictions. That's great really great i mean a penny per play can't can't beat that with a stick and the cost per subscribers dropped from 18 cents per subscriber down to eight cents per subscriber wow um and initially you look at this at that high level and you're like great i love that i love i'm you know cost per subscribers dropped dramatically uh the cost per plays dropped dramatically and I only spent 20 bucks on this test as well. Um, but here's the thing that I now want to show or discuss with everybody and you as well, Jay, is that I went back into my YouTube studio stats on the video that had no restrictions. So I could now see what are the top <laughs> geographies for this video that I promoted to the entire world. Gotcha. What were the country's sources for plays? And um, this makes me kind of go, I don't show if it's worth the price drop. 
the number one country, 23% of the views, Pakistan. The number two country, 15% of the views, Iraq. Number three, with 14% of the views, India. 9% of the views, Bangladesh. And then 2% Indonesia. Yeah. So they're not no United, no non English speaking. Um, typically not countries that in the past I would see as top plays, yeah, targets for any of the videos. So, uh, you know, the question, the question is how legit are these? I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say YouTube is out here, obviously buying bots, but I got a question when hmm. Pakistan, Iraq, India, Bangladesh, Indonesia become the top sources. Yeah. Why? How? Well, that's how fair. Come? That's a fair question, Mike. Let me ask you this. Are you getting any comments? No, no more growth in comments. And see, that's that's a concern to me because you and I have yeah. <clears throat> talked about this before. I would rather have uh, a thousand views and a thousand comments on a video than a million views and no comments. You know, it's that that comment section shows the engagement of how it's really connecting with people. And that that concerns me when you don't see a rise in comments. Don't see a rise in comments. And and again, I see just a huge spike in countries that typically are not viewers of of the videos that we 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 produce and we post. And the other concern I have, and I don't know if this is legit or it's just me asking a question, but I'm concerned, will these countries, if I kept doing this, spending 20 bucks, 20 buck promotion to get a whole bunch of new subscribers in place, not a bad investment, but am am I screwing my own algorithm and data that YouTube uses behind the scenes to organically display my content out there to other people. Am I screwing myself because now I'm throwing in Pakistan, Iraq, India, Bangladesh, Indonesia. Will they, will YouTube start showing organically my content into those countries when those countries may have no interest? Am I, Am I losing my impact in the U.S. and Canada and Australia and the U.K., which are more important because this data is now being added to my back end of my video plays in YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's questions I'm just asking now, which I my my initial gut after looking at this second test and this data is. I don't want to do that again. I want to go back to restricting it to four or five countries, English speaking. Yeah. The cost per subscriber will go from eight cents up to 18 cents, but it's more valuable subscriber. But but I, I am feeling like it's a more valuable subscriber because it's in countries that over the last 10 plus years is where the, the consumption of the videos has naturally happened organically yeah. has happened that way. Well, let me, let me interject something about streaming too, because it's sort of the opposite of what you're saying. Like we like to grab subscribers to, let's say, you know, 
your YouTube channel, but more on the streaming music side, let's say Spotify, because if someone's following you, then your music's automatically dropped into release radar, discover weekly radio, et cetera. So that's one of those calls to action uh, that we like, but we always say, we don't care where that subscriber is that follower. If they're in Bangladesh or if they're in Guam, it doesn't matter as long as they're playing the music and it's legit, it's not a bot or a spin farm. Um, but it sounds like with this, you may want to focus more on UK, France, I'm sorry, not France, UK, Canada, Australia, you know, these English speaking um, countries for a more valuable subscriber. Is that accurate? That's sort of my gut right now. And again, I, I, I would love to speak to somebody from YouTube. I mean, if this crossed the path of somebody at YouTube, we'd love to get some more insight into this. I am just naturally expressing some potential concern here of am am i showing these this video to people who are not really that interested in this video they just happen to be the cheapest user out there to throw my my video ad in front of and and to your point about streaming i i generally feel the same way you don't care where your fan is but at the same time if you are a band that's been around for 10 years and you know your audience, you know your audience's U.S., Mexico, South America, and that's where it's traditionally been and there's large numbers of people there. And if all of a sudden out of the blue, you start seeing people listening in Pakistan to your music, you're going, how? Why? Yeah, And we do Why? see that. Yeah. And, yeah. and, but, and when you see that, it's, it can be a good thing and a concerning thing at the yeah. same time. Is it time. real? Is it organic? Is it, is it real? Is it organic? And to what I questioned about the YouTube stuff, is it potentially going to hurt my ability to organically get my content, my music to the people in the territories that I, I know they are in? Yeah. You know, because we know all of these these systems, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, everything, there's algorithms behind the scenes that organically are running formulas to determine who do we present your music to? Who gets to see this? Who gets to hear this? Who do we think are the most likely people to be interested in this? All social networks run that sort of stuff. Yeah. And the problem is if you start putting in bad data, you start hurting that algorithm garbage in garbage out you you know it 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 goes back to the basic concept of you know buying your facebook likes how does facebook determine who sees a post you make to your page well they an algorithm sits there and goes well how many people put the like how many people shared it how many people commented on it if it was a highly engaged post we generally will try and show it to more people because the algorithm says this is good content. If I fill my Facebook likes with 10,000 likes from Pakistan, Iraq, and India, and they don't engage, now Facebook is sitting here going, well, gee, you got a whole bunch more people and even less engagement. I guess your content must really suck. Because even fewer people are seeing it now. Yeah. So, I, and and maybe my logic there mm-hmm. is completely whacked and doesn't make sense. But 
it's a concern because we as the end users don't have absolute insight into these algorithms. How do they work? What drives them? We get little bits and pieces here and there, but again, we don't see under the hood. Yeah. We don't see under the hood. Am (laughs) I potentially, you know, I don't think one ad of $20 is going to destroy my YouTube algorithm. I'd like to think that won't be the case, but if I ran a $20 ad on 500 videos and all of a sudden changed the top geographies for many videos to this are these target countries. Does that hurt my organic algorithm behind the scenes? Yeah. When you brought this up, we decided to run a test as well and I'll, I'll certainly report back on it. But one of the things that we're looking at, I'm sure you do too, is, the, the great thing about YouTube is you have YouTube analytics and you can go in and look at any video and, and there's this really cool graph that they have and it's got a line at 30 seconds in because that's when you get paid and you can kind of see the decay curve of your, your listeners. And typically you lose a third of your audience before you get to that 30 second mark and some videos it can be as much as half. Right. And if you have a a shorter video that keeps people's attention, you can you can change that. But what we're hoping to learn is as we do these ads are are not only more people watching, but are they engaged? You know, are they making comments and are they listening and where are they dropping off if we've got an increase in views? Are they hanging in there a little bit longer or are they really dropping that number down? So I would encourage our our listeners to and viewers to take a look at the data surrounding if you do a campaign like this. And to your point, Mike, it can be a, a very low dollar amount. You don't have to put thousands and thousands of dollars into this. You know, it can be a small budget and then test things out just like you did. You did English speaking. You did more of a you know global approach and then sort of look at the data and see what you can learn from it. Look at the data, see what you can learn from it. Don't immediately just go, oh my God, a penny a play, eight cents per subscriber. That's it. I'm throwing everything into that. You've got to understand what that could potentially mean to you. You know, I've got a client who um, a couple months ago used a third party YouTube promoter to promote his video. And, you know, we were looking at the results and, and we noticed, you know, the vast majority of the plays this third party promoter was getting were coming from Vietnam. It's like, okay, this guy's never played Vietnam. It's not his market. I mean, what, what, what's, what's that about? You know, is that new fans as we talked about, or is that just where the cheapest plays could be found? And then he decided to run our own YouTube promotion using this tool set and we restricted the countries and you know, the, the, the cost per play and the cost per subscriber um, are more, I mean, it's like cost them 60 cents per subscriber, but it's U S it's Canada. It's the UK. It's English speaking people. It's an English speaking video. Uh, You may end up sitting here going, I got to pay a little bit more because I know it's a better target. It's more in line with where my audience should be. You know, if, 
I, I, I hate to even bring this up, but if you're looking to just boost numbers and you could give a crap about everything else, then yeah, you can open up wide here and penny a yeah. play yeah, across I, the world. You can, you know, for 20 bucks on that YouTube promotions video that I promoted, 20 bucks got just under 2,500 video plays yeah. and 256 new subscribers. I, I'm sitting here going, holy crap, you know, I could fucking just throw $500 in here and I'll get a ton of video plays and I'll get a ton of subscribers. But yeah. does that matter? Yeah, and I'm afraid that some people don't care about the engagement like they should, and they do want just to jack up the numbers any way they can. Of course, we would encourage to get real engagement, real fans, because um, they're going to stay with you. And the other thing that has to be mentioned is when you're doing these videos, you know, it's like the old saying, you know, don't bore us, get to the chorus videos that have super long intros and like title cards and all this stuff, man, they get skipped over and we see oh, yeah. this time and time yep. again, you, you got to get right into it. And I see this when I go on YouTube all the time where there's this long intro, like it's some blockbuster movie. Nobody cares. Get right into that stuff. If you absolutely have to have credits on there, which I don't recommend, I would put those in the description, but if you have to drop them at the end and of, of yeah. the video yep. try to get into that action as soon as possible yeah i mean i i haven't even started testing the video content itself as in how do i create better content to better work with the video ad tools here i'm just taking existing content that's been out there i mean one of the videos i tested is like 25 years old i just threw a test on it to see and you've got you've got to you got to play the 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 testing out here you've got to look at the results you got to think about it um the other thing i would add to all this after i've been living in this youtube video promotion thing for a number of weeks now is as easy as it is compared to what it used to be it's still a bit kludgy meaning yeah. This whole fact that they built this on top of Google ads. Please, I am getting all sorts of daily emails from Google ads. Like here, optimize your keywords and now optimize your target audience. This is shit that doesn't impact the YouTube yeah. video ad. Yeah. So they kind of got us. Yeah, I understand you use the video ad platform to pay and control the video ad, but that's the extent of it. Because whenever I go into my Google ads account, these YouTube video ads don't even display in there. Yeah. I just, I just, here, here's, here's, here's what's really crazy is the, the video that I tested for the YouTube promotions clip that I spent 20 bucks on that ended this morning. I also just got an email from Google ads this morning saying we've rejected that ad because it's clickbait. I'm like, what? First of all, the ad's been running for the last week and it just ended. It doesn't say rejected in YouTube. And, and in the Google ads email that said this, it says, fix it. So I click the fix it link. It opens it up in Google ads. There's no ad display. There's nothing there. 
there's nothing that I can do to fix it. So it's quite confusing having this Google ad stuff still trickling around yeah. behind the scenes. I mean, I know even for my client, for me to run his video ad for him, he had to go in and manually create his own personal Google ads account. Okay. I get that. That's how you put in your credit card and payment information. But then I'm an, I've got his admin login to his, his um, YouTube studio channel. So I log in. I don't see anything. I don't, even though I logged in using his account, nothing appears. I had to actually tell him and find out how to do this. Go into Google Ads, find the team members section in Google Ads. You got to add me as a team member so I have access to turn on the promotions within your YouTube. So for third-party people like you and I, Jay, to run it through an, a client's account and not charge it to our own, because I yeah. sure, I, I could have connected my personal Google Ads account to the client's YouTube. But then that meant moving forward, all ads would have been charged to my Google account. Yeah, you don't want that. I don't want that. So Google, uh, YouTube slash Google still needs to do a little uh, user experience work here on yeah. this. Uh, granted, it's still beta yeah. and it's better than what it used to be before this never existed. But I'm getting emails from like this client. He's like, Google Ads just sent me this. What? Do, and I'm just ignore these. Just ignore yeah. every email Google Ads sends you because it has no application, at least at this point that I can figure out, to the YouTube ads that we're running. Yeah. Yeah, there needs to be a simplified version. It's the same with Facebook when you run ads there. Once you learn it, it's fine. But there's so many pages and nuances options and exactly that there should be sort of a you know a page for dummies so to speak where something just so simple and simplified they would generate so much more revenue if they had something where you just had fewer options you do what you do and you get in and out of it and then if you want to be an advanced user you can sort of go into the the more complicated detailed end of it but facebook youtube and, and other platforms as well, they, they're just a little bit too complex for, you know, a lot of developing artists. A hundred percent. I mean, I still think this YouTube promotions tool is really cool, really good. I'm very impressed by it. Um, it's definitely got some kinks that they have to work out to make this really consumer right. friendly. And, you know, I don't know, answer some of these questions that are coming up now as I've run these tests to alleviate my concern about seeing Pakistan as the number one country that's viewing videos. Do I need to be concerned about that? Yeah. Tell me I don't and tell me why I don't, why that's not going to hurt me. How, how, how did Pakistan and Iraq become the top two countries that this video got presented to? What what caused YouTube to decide that's where 23% is going to go, Pakistan? Yeah. Is it just a matter of that is the most uh, cost-effective 
inexpensive people to get to, I, I would imagine. But we'll that, see. That, that's my thought. But yeah. I, you know, as a marketing person, I want to know because right now, again, I don't think I'm going to go that route again, at least for my own content. I'm going to get much more targeted on it because I want, I, I want a little bit more reassurance that I'm not potentially hurting myself by showing this stuff in countries that I've never seen views coming from over the last yeah. Yeah. 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. And you and I talked last time uh, a little bit about this, but I'd love to reiterate it that if anybody that's listening or watching this is running any kinds of tests or you're doing this, you know, I would love to hear what your results are. Yeah, uh, definitely. Because I, I like seeing these results. It's given me a good idea of, of what I can expect, ver, you know, like running a music video versus one of our videos, completely different types of results as I expect there should be. Yeah. But I want to get kind of a, a, a range of what am I looking at here? I mean, you know, I've seen I've seen cost per subscribers as low as eight cents and as high as eighty-five cents, and I've seen cost per plays as low as one cent and as high as ten cents. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm not too worried about the cost per impression, although you know it does give you data as to how many times your ad had impressions, how many times it was seen. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not big on well, how many times is my billboard driven by that means yeah. nothing to me. I, the yeah. plays and the subscribers real engagement are, yeah. are, are, you know, and, and to your point, I would love something if they could also like, well, how many, how many likes and comments came from the advertising campaign itself? Yeah. Those are real data. That's really valuable to me. Yeah. And we're doing this on videos that we're not doing other promotions on or social pushes and things, because we really want to see what this is affecting, how it's affecting it. And, you know, and I can tell you, my client who's got the music video, he spent $200 on that and got just over 6,000 video plays and 334 subscribers to it. Um, it's not bad for a two hundred dollar no, investment. Not a not good. not at all. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. So, and again, my last test, I spent twenty bucks and I got just under twenty five hundred plays and two hundred fifty six subscribers. So, that's that's uh, meaningful results I and meaningful so. data. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, again, if somebody from YouTube is out there. Boy, we'd love to get a little more insight into how this works. Where are you going with this? What are the beta plans? Are there future features? Um, but I could see this becoming a set marketing line item. Of, all right, we need a budget for YouTube video promotion. And this is going to potentially take away a lot of Facebook promotion because a lot of people in the past have used Facebook to promote YouTube videos. And we yeah. know that Facebook and YouTube do not live well in the same ecosystem. No, they don't want you leaving their platform. Nope. We've talked about that. So 
now that I've got the ability to promote my YouTube videos right within the YouTube ecosystem to a larger audience, yeah, that's going to take Facebook revenue that I might have allocated in the past to promoting a video. It's now going to stay right within the YouTube world. And I'm liking these results. I, I, again, you know, 6,100 plays for 200 bucks yeah. in five English speaking countries. Not bad. And this is not a beta, bad. Like we said, it's just, you know, we'll see what happens when it rolls out wide. You know, will that dilute the uh, results? We'll see. Yeah. You know, are, and, and the final thing, are there plans to add the targeted interest groups? Can, I mean, I ran a test on my kiss three sides of the coin podcast. Boy, would I love to be able to target my ads and only show it to people who have subscribed to the kiss YouTube channel. Yeah. How can I do that? That's that last yeah. bit right there would make this golden. Yeah, absolutely. So Hey, there, there's Very a cool. little update. There's a little update. You know, I'm going to keep doing this. And as, as we get more results and insight, we'll keep coming back and sharing it for everybody. Yeah. But I know I've gotten a lot of comments from listeners as to how to find this, how to do this. What do I think? Is it worth the investment? And again, I one one person was like, well, what's the smallest you can spend? And 20 bucks, I can't say is the smallest, but I did successfully spend 20 now, YouTube did, and maybe this is just marketing, say, put up a message that said, well, in our recommendation, a minimum spend of $100 will get you your better results. Of course, you want me to spend more money. But, you know, 20 bucks is a nice, easy, quick spend. It's a good test. Can, 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 can I spend 10 bucks? Can I spend 5 bucks? I don't know. Maybe that's my next test is just to see how little... <laughs> I can spend and get away with. Yeah. So, right. Anything it. else happening out there, Jay? No, that's, I mean, we, we can talk about it. We've got so many things to cover, but I think that is a really good, you know, good advice. You know, we're testing this thing. It's in beta. You know, I'd love to hear what other people are getting from it. But uh, as it rolls out, I think we have uh, a lot to learn with this stuff. And, and again, it's probably going to evolve. Yeah. And I guess I would add if some, I am by far not a Google ads expert, but if somebody out there who understands Google ads very well can come back and say, oh yes, you can actually tweak your YouTube promotions within Google ads. Let us know. Yeah. I mean, may, may, maybe some of these wishes that I'm talking about are in the Google ads end of this. And I just, I can't find it. I can just tell you right now when I go into my Google ads account and, and look, I don't see any of these campaigns listed in Google yeah. ads. They're all listed in the YouTube promotions tab. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's it, everybody. One more quick shout out to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bandstown. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and DiscMakers.com. Thank you so much for your support. And uh, that's it. We'll see everybody next week. Industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com.
and by jessicamarsvoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.